following message is from Christian Life Austin. For more information about Christian Life, visit clcaustin.com. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome tonight. It is Wednesday night, and I don't I don't know if you realize this or not. Um, I saw on Facebook the other day that we're not tracking days anymore. We don't know if it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. It's only yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Well, just a heads up, today is Wednesday, and it's our midweek service here at Christian Life Austin, and I just wanna take a moment just to welcome you on behalf of Pastor Rex Johnson and the entire lead team. We just wanna welcome you to the best place to be on a Wednesday night. You're joining in with us, and we're so excited and honored that you've taken the time out to be with us here tonight. Hey, I just wanna speak to you for just a short moment from this thought and from this idea, quarantined for a purpose. Now, if you have your Bibles, I would just love for you to turn with me to Jonah chapter number three. And I just wanna read a quick portion of scripture before we dive into the word here tonight. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city, of Nineveh and proclaim it to and proclaim to it the message that I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. And now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it, and Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming 40 more days, and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God in a fast was proclaimed and all of them from the greatest to the least put on sackcloth and when Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh he rose from his throne took off his royal robes covered himself with sackcloth and sat down in the dust and this is the proclamation that he issued in Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles do not let people or animals herds or flocks taste anything do not let them eat or drink, but let people and animals be covered with sackcloth and let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction that he had promised. I just want you to, right now in this moment, just to bow your heads as we pray over this service. Jesus, in your name, we just pray that you would be a part of this service, to be in this moment. We thank you that wherever we are gathered right now, that you are in the midst. And we thank you for what you're going to do in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Hey, anybody love a good road trip? You remember what those were like, you know, the good old days back when we used to go to restaurants and leave our house and actually like see people. I love taking a road trip and here's why, because you get a good playlist. For me, it's, it's usually some sort of 80s love song that involves crying or just really having a good time, just belting it out. And, or, or maybe, you know, if you're like me, it's a conspiracy podcast that you're listening to. I'm sure that's just, that's just me. But of course, if you're going on a road trip, you gotta stop and get some snacks. For me, it's Skittles, Reese's Pieces, uh, and Dr. Pepper, only, only the essentials for a road trip. And, and I've always enjoyed going on road trips. There's just something about being on 
the open road. You know, as I was in Bible college, one time I was given the opportunity to go preach a, at a church, a, a small church, and it was eight hours away, and I was so excited. I, I went and I preached and I spoke, and I, I was driving away, and it had been such a great night. I started talking to a friend, and I, and I did something I shouldn't have done. I, I started off going the wrong direction. Unfortunately, I drove about two hours because I had been on the phone the entire time just having the time of my life until it dawned on me I wasn't going the right direction. Have you ever been going the wrong direction? Have you ever thought that you were going one way, but really you should have been going another? Have you ever been in this journey where you thought you were doing the right thing, but you really weren't? You know, I'm so thankful to know tonight that even though you might be going the wrong direction spiritually, tonight God can turn it around. God can put you on the right path. And here's why I believe that, because Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says, you can be confident of this, that he who began a good work, he's going to complete it. You see, he's going to finish what he started in you. Maybe you started out in life on the wrong path. Maybe you got distracted and lost your way as a teenager. Maybe you feel lost in your marriage. I just want you to know right now that our God doesn't just start things. He completes them. He's the God that's with you, not just at the beginning of your journey. He's with you in the middle, and he's going to see you through to the end. Come on, guys. He, he's not just the alpha and the omega. He's not just faithful to you at the beginning and at the end, but he's with you every step of the way. Tonight, I don't know about you, but I'm grateful, and I'm so thankful that he's been faithful to me even when I wasn't faithful to him. I'm so thankful that he doesn't just see me where I am right now, but he sees me where I'm going. He doesn't just see the person that I am today. He sees the man that I'm going to become. And the truth is God has a purpose for all of us. If you're alive here tonight, there's a purpose in you. There's a plan for you and there's a calling on you. Today, I just want to speak this over you wherever you're at right now. If you haven't left your couch, if you're still in your pajamas from yesterday, I want you to know this. It doesn't matter if you've come from a good home. It doesn't matter if you have great parents. I don't know if anyone has ever spoken this over to you, but you need to know this right now. You are destined for greatness by greatness that you are in Christ Jesus, that it's not a coincidence that right now, even in this moment, that you are listening right now. God wants you to know that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. You're a city set on a hill that can't be hidden. But the truth is tonight, for some of us, if we're being honest, our greatest fear is it's not failure or disease or financial ruin. Today, many of us, our biggest fear is actually living in the purpose that God has for all of us. And that's where we find Jonah. The Bible says in Jonah chapter number one that the word of the Lord came to Jonah. He said, go to this great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But the Bible says that Jonah ran away and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. Hey, if you're taking notes here tonight, point number one is simply this, that the word of the Lord 
always comes a second time. Jonah chapter 1, the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Jonah and he ran the opposite way. But Jonah chapter 3 verse 1 says this, the word of the Lord came a second time to Jonah. It came a second time tonight. I want you to know this. We serve the God of second chances. That God is not the God that says, oh, you didn't get it right the first time, so you're done. You're out. You got to go. No, he is the God of second chances. Not just the second chance, but also a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance. God is always bringing his word back to you a second time. And sometimes God is just waiting for us to simply just be in the right place. Jonah said, you know what, I'm going to get this right because he was finally in a position to hear the word of the Lord. Tonight, I want you to know this, what you didn't hear the first time, God's going to say it to you again. What you didn't get right the first time, God's going to give you another chance. But sometimes God just has to get us alone. Sometimes God has to isolate us. Sometimes God, he's got to quarantine us. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15 says this, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Today in the middle of a season of being isolated, of being alone, of being quarantined, don't let your heart be hardened. If you hear his voice, don't do what you did when you were young. If you hear his voice, don't do what you did last year. If you hear his voice, don't do what you did yesterday, but respond to his goodness respond to his grace. The Bible says that it's only because of his goodness that he calls us to repentance. The word of the Lord is coming a second time. This time, here's what you need to do. You say, God, you want me to give? I'm gonna give. You want me to help? I'm gonna help. You want me to serve? I'm gonna serve. The word of the Lord is coming a second time. Lamentations chapter three and verse number 22 says this. Though the Lord's mercies, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed, but because of his compassions, fail not. They are new every morning. God is not holding you hostage. You wake up to his mercy. You wake up to his favor. You wake up to his grace. And you woke up this morning to his goodness. Point number two is this. You can turn around any day. You see, Jonah... Jonah was going the wrong direction. Just like me on that road trip, he was going the wrong way. And the Bible tells us that God sent a storm to turn him around. You know, here's what it tells me. It tells me this, whatever whatever is going on in your world, whatever is happening in your life, God can turn it around. And God can turn it around in one day. You wanna start a business? I encourage you. Do it today. You want to get in better physical fitness? Start today. You want to start eating right? Start today. You want to start praying? Start today. You want to start giving? Start today. You want to start believing? Start today. You know, in Matthew, Jesus tells a story about two sons. And here's what he says in Matthew. He said he went to the first son and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and he went. Then the father went to the other son and he said the same thing to him. But his other son said, I'll go, but but he didn't go. And Jesus then asked this question that's so simple yet 
kind of stumped some people. He said, which of the two do you think his father wanted? The first they answered and Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. You know what that tells me? That we serve a God of second chances, that it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what was in your life yesterday. He wants your heart today. It doesn't matter where you started. It only matters where you end up. It doesn't matter that you went the wrong way. It only matters that he wants to help you get on the right path. If you're going the wrong direction today, God wants to change your path. The Bible tells us this, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Point number three, if you're taking notes at home is this, if you wanna please him, then just do what he says. Jonah chapter number three, tells us that Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. You see, he didn't just hear the word. He didn't just listen to the word. The Bible says that he obeyed the word. James chapter one and verse 22 says, don't just listen to the word, but do what it says. But then Hebrews says, actually, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But then James chapter number two says, faith without works is dead. So, so here's what that tells me. What, what I do is an indicator of what I believe. If you wanna get your actions right, you get your beliefs right. You see, it works like this. I, I believe that he saves so I don't live like I used to live. I believe that he protects so I don't live in fear. I, I believe that I'm not an accident so I live on purpose. And then point number four tonight is this, God knows best. Sometimes we have to just simply trust that God knows what's best for us. Sometimes the path that we're on when we follow him looks a little different than it should. If I can get some keys up here, Pastor Randy. Sometimes... God changes our direction. Sometimes in our life, we, we think we're going a certain way, but life doesn't go as planned. Sometimes we walk our own path, and, and in, in the middle of that path, sometimes God asks us to make a U-turn, even when we thought we were on the right path. And I'll close with this. God asked Abraham to sacrifice the one thing that represented his purpose. Genesis chapter 22, God shows up into Abraham's life and he says, I want you to sacrifice your son. The one thing that represented his purpose and Abraham listens and he obeys, but he goes up the mountain distraught knowing that he's gonna have to give this thing up that God actually promised to him. But something crazy happens. God reverses direction. God gives him a U-turn. And I've always thought this to myself, what if, what if Abraham had not stopped 
Like, what what if he said to himself, God, you told me to do this. Now I'm doing it. Now you're gonna change everything? Like, I I can't keep going back and forth like this. So I'm not gonna deviate. And so many times God is asking us to turn around, to go a different way, to walk a different path. But what if Abraham in that moment, what if he had decided to be inflexible and say, you know what? I'm gonna do what God asked me to do the first time. But, But he didn't because God reversed direction. You see, Abraham could have killed his purpose before he ever saw it fulfilled. But he listened and his purpose lived because God said, don't touch him. Tonight, I'm afraid some of God's Abrahams kill their Isaacs and bring God's purpose to naught instead of following the Lord in a new direction. You see, there's a difference between your your purpose and your direction. Your, Your purpose is what you are to be, but your direction is where you are to go. You see, my purpose does not change, but my direction might. Tonight, you worry about your purpose and let God direct your path. In this season that we are all in, I don't believe for a second that God sends things like this. I don't believe that. But I do believe that God uses things like this. Jonah was isolated. Jonah was alone. Jonah was quarantined. But in that place, Jonah heard the word of the Lord a second time. Tonight in this season of life, you might be isolated, you might be alone, you might be quarantined, but hear the word of the Lord a second time. You have a purpose, you do matter. God is for you and he's showing up in your life right now to know that you've got a second chance, that maybe you've made some mistakes, maybe you've done some things that shouldn't have done, but I want you to know the word of the Lord is coming a second time to you. You know, if you know anything about me and my personality, I love to be around people. At the age of 17, I felt a call to be in the ministry and I ran hard after it, but I loved to be with people to the point where it might've limited what God was trying to do in my life. And there's this little blip in the, little, in the, in the middle of my life where I'm in ministry but I'm unsure of what's next. And and God gives me a U-turn. God says, I want you to go a different direction. And it didn't make sense to me. And I I went to work on an offshore drilling rig and and I did that for five years. And if you would, have told me in that moment, God is giving you a U-turn. This is for you to find your purpose. I would have never believed it in that moment. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why but I trusted him. And in the middle of that U-turn, God brought purpose into my life. You know, the Bible tells us that Jonah, Jonah was a long way from his purpose. He was a long way from Nineveh. And in the middle of that storm, in the middle of that crazy sea, the people that he was on a boat with, they threw him overboard. The Bible says that a a large 
fish swallowed him. And for three days and three nights, he was isolated. He was alone. He was by himself, but all of a sudden, he's so far away from Nineveh. If you read the story, he ends up pretty close to Nineveh real quick. Here's what you need to know about this. What God is gonna do in your life you thought was gonna take months and years, he's gonna do it in a few days. In just a few moments, God's gonna show up in your life and do what you couldn't do on your own. I wanna tell you right now, nobody goes from drilling offshore to stepping into ministry, but God did it for me because he put some U-turns in my life that I wasn't ready for, that I wasn't prepared for, but I said, God, have your way. Do what only you can do. Do what only you can do. And here's what I wanna tell you, you've got purpose. And even though you might be in a season of isolation, in a season where you feel alone, in a season where you're quarantined, I want you to know right now, it may just be that you're quarantined for a purpose. Let me say a prayer over you right now. Jesus, in your name, we're so thankful for your goodness. We're so thankful for your grace that even in these moments of isolation where we might feel alone, where we might feel like nobody knows where we're at and nobody knows what's going on, that you see it and you can work a miracle in our lives that we weren't even expecting. And yeah, there's some U-turns and there's some twists in the road and there's some things that we weren't prepared for, but all along, you're walking us toward our purpose. You're walking us to what you wanna do in our lives. And I thank you that in this moment and in this place right now that you're doing what only you can do, Jesus. We just lift you up and we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Hey, thank you for tuning in with us and we'll see you Sunday. Have a great week.